0: What's up, everybody? Justin here. Welcome back to the Riding the Bench podcast. Today, Asif and I had a good time breaking down the AFC North as we begin what we believe is going to be a series of us talking about each of these divisions as we get closer and closer to the season to take up some of this offseason time. So without further ado, let's get right into the show.
1: buddy welcome to the riding the bench podcast with a k instead of c in the word podcast and right now you are listening to two former varsity backups that critique nfl athletes my name is Austin, and i'm an Thanks. Eagles fan and across the camera from me is my boy justin who's a colts fan justin how's it going man
0: going pretty well. And before we get into the body of the show, I guess just for those who are new here, maybe found us through the Instagram page is the most likely scenario at this point uh, in the podcast. I do feel it's appropriate to give a brief introduction. When I say brief, I mean, I'll try to be brief. Please. A brief introduction as to what we're all about over here. What we really hope to be, obviously, is not just for your entertainment, but we hope to be a sports show for people who want to talk about sports, right? So if you've ever turned on a TV and you saw people getting paid to talk about sports, and you just always had a dream of doing it yourself, this is the show for you. In fact, maybe if you're anything like me and Asif, it was pretty clear pretty early on that you weren't going to be able to contribute quite as much to the game as you would have liked. (laughs) Guess what? Just because you couldn't do it then doesn't mean you can't do it now. This wonderful thing called the internet, right? This wonderful thing called the world of podcasting gives us all a shot at this thing. So while this show is mostly for your entertainment, we also want to provide a little inspiration for those of you out there considering doing this yourself. Just go for it. In fact, maybe, I know a few of our listeners are in the early stages of a podcast for themselves. For sure. Uh, So for you, we just want to provide, you know, someone to look at, someone that you know is going to be in it with you for the long haul when you have those days that you're just not sure if you could keep it up. Have someone that isn't just you who's going through it with you. And I think that's pretty much it. So if that's a message that you could get behind, awesome. We hope to keep you around. Welcome. And Asif, with that... I think that's pretty much the body of the show. Actually, before we get into it, I want to ask Mm -hmm. you real quick, because I know you just started school. This is different for us. Um, And uh, I know that uh, you were telling me before, I guess we could tell the people a little bit what you were doing. Yeah. Uh, Mind you, studying to be a physical therapist. I am. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. Please,
1: please. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, today was my first day of PT school officially. I've been waiting years for this, mind you. Uh, and literally the first day we go in and we go right into cadaver work. For those of you who don't know what a cadaver is, that's basically a dead person. And I have to take a scalpel (laughs) and start slicing, uh, the skin of this man and peeling back the layers that is the human body. And I have to look at all the muscles and all the tissues of the back and stuff like that. And I had a rather heavy set fellow. Uh, in my class. And quite frankly, the biggest one in the class. So, it was literally... An st- offensive lineman, if you will. Yeah, may- maybe. Maybe, because his back muscles were <laughs> huge. And they were very, very, like, like tense and strong. I'm like, my god, this guy must have been a monster. But... <laughs> there are so much fat... And bro, like, when, when they... When, like, you see, like, little diagrams of, like, on TV, and they'll tell you, like, oh, if you have fat around your belly over here, it's like this yellow, like, weird-looking, like, insulation type of material. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it looks like. Like, that is straight-up what it looks like. It's literally, it literally looks like, um... You ever have couscous?
0: I can't picture it, no. Okay. I, I know like, I've or, had couscous, or like, but, like... You ever,
1: you have, you've had quinoa before. Yeah, yeah, that's what Think I was thinking. Think of quinoa, up. super, super mushy, with that's just yellow. That's exactly what this freaking fat tissue looks like, and I had to like peel all this back. And mind you, I'm working. This is like, I don't like dissection, but I'm working on this dead guy, and I'm like getting into it. And I'm like, I'm enjoying it. I have like a sick thing I think going on over here. Everybody in the in, in the anatomy lab was like laughing and having a great time cutting up these dead people, these poor people can't the defend fuck? themselves. Yeah, bro, we were talking about like <laughs> talking about food, talking about de- it's the weird, it's the weirdest thing. I had a blast though. Absolutely blast. Did, did the obviously like the
0: did the fat smell weird? I assume like that the whole room body smells. Just it weird. smells. Ter- or is there
1: some sort of? It smells terrible. Absolutely terrible. I you have to bring like two or three pairs of clothes, and you got to bring like a shit ton of like cologne and like deodorant, everything you could possibly need. You got to bring because that thing that thing just sticks with you. So like I I, I covered up everything I could, and uh, good <laughs> thing I got no hair on top of my head, bro, because it would have stuck with me, man. Because like that thing was like. It was brutal. But once you get past that, it goes by very quickly.
0: It's a fun dude, time. Dude, I remember one time in uh in high school I had to dissect a frog and, like, I almost threw up. I'm going to be Oh, yeah, dude. Almost, no, no, dude. It was a... So uh, it do it in, like, a
1: person. I mean, it's like an episode of Law & Order, not for anything. Dude, like, I thought I'd be squeamish. I was less squeamish going into that room with the dead people than I was with, like, a rat or a frog or any... Or the pig, rather, you know, in biology. I would, I, I would throw up after biology class in high school but now this is like a blast i i may, I may be there a lot i may be there a lot my friend because that place is open 24 7 i may be in there a lot not gonna lie because uh just cutting people up that's what i gotta do
0: you hear that on the other end if you don't subscribe to i was the about show, to say gonna do, you uh, better subscribe gonna pick
1: you apart over i was here, about to say goodness. you better subscribe you better listen and you better follow us or else I'm gonna find you. <laughs> We're gonna have a real big problem He's on you. He's gonna hands. perform physical therapy on you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Apparently that's, apparently that's what they're calling that horror movie these days. Oh, man, dude. It was, uh, that was a fun time, though. Not gonna lie. Very interesting stuff, though. But uh, All right. I found a side of right. me that I don't think I should really appreciate. But anywho. Yeah, man. That was, uh, <laughs> that was my first day. And then it took me forever to get home. It took me forever to get home. So, like, I had Justin waiting. Imagine sh- first day? Dude, by the third week, they're literally gonna have you fucking shoot the person and drag them back. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It's uh, I, I thought I'd be really squeamish, and I was for like the first two minutes, and then after that, you're just like, okay, you realize they're not alive, like they're not fighting back, right? Right, right. and the, uh, but like. It's not like that when you're working with, like, a rat or a frog. Because, like, you're working with, like, this hairy-ass thing. Look like at the rat. If you're, like you said, the toad, the frog, it's, like, disgusting. But, like, this was just, like... you know, <laughs> This was a human. This was a human. And you're just like, this is, yeah. this is, this is Uncle Tim's Feels great. This is Uncle Pim here. You know what i mean? saying? Like, like, these are the type of things you're just like... This was someone who was, like, doing what we did, just going about their day. And, like, they donated yeah. their body to science for me to become a doctor. That's the, uh... Yeah. That's what they this did. Form- if only they knew. If only they knew. But they're in great hands, mind you. They're in great hands. Because I'm good at what I do, my friend. I'm good at what I do. But... <laughs> anyway, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Uh, uh, okay. I got, dude, no, it, it, it was a very... Uh, I'm a little discombobulated with my day. My day was long... But it was fun. I'm going to enjoy every second of it now. But like, I do that, and I do the show, Justin. I am committed to people, dead or alive. I'm committed to them. <laughs> so I try. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I try, bro. Let, let's get it. Let's get into this damn show because this is
0: this is getting outrageous.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. speaking of outrageous, uh, the NFL has got some outrageous divisions, uh, but we're going to start with some of the NFL division talk. We wanted to dive into some exactly of these guy. teams. Hey, we try. We try. Uh, but yep. like I said, we wanted yep. to talk about some of these NFL divisions because, you know, these, the season may be far along away, but it's going to come quicker than you think. So we're going to talk about the we AFC We need North. content, guys. We need content. That's part of it, too. But hey, listen, we're talking about the AFC North. Uh, that division... Has a team like the Bengals, who are just in the Super Bowl. Uh, they also have the Ravens, the Steelers, and the infamous Browns. So we're gonna kind of dive into that a little bit. So um, there's really no question that we have in mind here, but like it's kind of just analyzing each team where we think they kind of rank. Just a just to yeah. break down, just, just, just an overview. Discussing the just an overview. We figure we figure that we're
0: probably don't. I guess maybe not, don't hold us to this. I guess guys, right. but we figure we're probably just going to go through every division and just kind of dedicate an episode to each division. Cause I mean, like, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Right? yeah so, absolutely. yeah. So I, I suppose as we, we look at this division, um, I guess just for a little context, to just go through the standings last year, right? Yeah. Obviously you had the Bengals who won the division and were in the super bowl. They were 10 and seven. You had Pittsburgh somehow nine, seven and one. Yeah. Good old big Ben Roethlisberger. Big bum. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Cleveland at 8-9. Uh, I've never seen a, a team that felt like more of a disaster. I know. Uh, that was one game under five hundred, And uh, Baltimore also was 8-9. So that's kind of how it's looking. It's really a tight division, all things really considered, is. last mm-hmm. year. Even though one of them ends up in the Super Bowl, probably because it was a battle-tested division. Again, a very close division and, and one that, in some ways, I feel like maybe is up for grabs. This year, if if you had to pick a favorite going
1: into the year, who would you say is kind of like, uh, you know, this is their division to lose right now? Ah, man. Well, you know me, Justin. I've been a fan of the Baltimore Ravens for a long time. Sure. I, I, I am a big supporter of them outside of the Eagles. I would say the Baltimore Ravens just because the way they were devastated by injury last year, man, was uncanny. I mean, literally third, fourth string guys after their first guys get <laughs> it's just like right down the line, man. And they were resilient. They went eight and nine, um, despite having all those injuries. And I can't help, but think that all those guys who are going to come back healthy, JK Dobbins, you know, guys on the defensive side of the ball, these kinds of big name players, Kyra Fuller's there. They brought in Mike Davis instead of Tyson Williams, all these guys, but, they brought Marcus Williams, the uh, safety from the Saints. They signed him. Their secondary is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, bro. And, like... this on real Yeah, man. I mean, and, and they traded Marquise Brown. They got some draft picks. They drafted Tyler I wonder, center, you know I wonder what in their division made them go so heavy into the secondary. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wonder who could have triggered that. Right, right. And despite that, and the Bengals got better, too, but, like, I just think it's tough for me to see the Ravens not winning this division. I don't think it's going to be what it used to be where it would be like they'd win 13 games and the rest of the division's winning 8 or 9. I think it's going to be like you need to win 11. You're going to win 11 games and you might just win this division because these guys are going to beat up on each other. They're all really good teams, top to bottom. But I think it's going to be between the Ravens and the Bengals. I'm going to pit the Ravens just a tick above the Bengals. Well, listen, those are
0: those are definitely the two, I would assume. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Bengals, just I'm going to give them the respect. They were so strong really, I feel in the you. second half of the season. It's tough, it's tough to deny, yeah. Uh, a, a completely different team after the bye week, and, and just the way they clicked into the playoffs, I'd imagine that carries over. Uh, just that continuity, right? I right. mean, T. Higgins now, I think, is going into his third season, if I'm not mistaken. He's spectacular. <laughs> Obviously, everyone talks about Jamar Chase, but... T. Higgins is the real deal. Tyler Boyd is still over there. I, I, I mean, this is a great group of receivers. It's only going to get better. It's a great offense. Uh, also, the most handsome quarterback, maybe in the NFL, let alone <laughs> the division. <laughs> right. But the Ravens, I do want to, because in this division, when I look at the off seasons, like realistically, the Bengals, like they did some little moves. Lyle Collins was really the big. That was one, a nice right? move. They got a tackle, mm-hmm. uh, and again, they made the Super Bowl in spite of what would, many would consider to be like not a great offensive line. So to get Lyle Collins, we know he's had some injury issues, but I mean, I think that's a big-time He's a decent player, man. He's a decent player. TJ Azoma, I'm not sure how much that's going to matter in, in the grand scheme of things. I actually like his talent quite a bit, but mm-hmm. they had to let someone go. So he went to the Jets. They brought in Hayden Hurst. Huh? Are we it's talking right. about Hayden Hurst?
1: Eh, he's, he, he's not bad.
0: Nothing. nothing he's all nothing. right. Crickets. Crickets. Yeah, he's all right. So I really look at the Ravens as the team. That's like I, I, I'm giving it to the Bengals. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, yeah. but, I mean, the Ravens. You have a secondary that consists of Mar- Marlon Humphrey, right? Marcus Peters, mm. Kyle Fuller they picked up, they yeah. drafted the kid, Jalen Davis, in the first round, right? Yep. They spent big money, I think five years, 70 mil off the top of my head, uh, on Marcus Williams. He's a mean, good player, that's, man. Yeah. That's outrageous. They brought back Michael Pierce when under that's the radar. Big, big as deal. he's he, He's not the elite interior threat he once was, but he's still a great rotational piece mm-hmm. for depth. And then they had a big glaring weakness. Ravens fan knows. Ravens fans no? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: I think yeah. so. I think so. I think that was good.
0: I'm stumbling. I'm stumbling and bumbling a little bit. Bonus points to whoever knows who uh, who said to, that. To rumbling, bumbling, and stumbling. Yeah. Stumbling, bumbling, and the uh, point being is they signed Morgan Moses. That's the point I'm trying to get to. Is they signed Morgan Moses, who I like, was on the Jets last year, albeit, mm-hmm. but at right tackle, he's a guy that they're going to be able to trust to start. He's been a starter in this league for a long time. Yeah. Very good run blocker. And it looks they they just want to stick to the same routine, right? Business as usual. Play defense. Run the ball. Obviously, they lost Marquise Brown. Me personally, who cares? Right. Uh, that's just me. We'll see what Bateman does. I think he's going to end up being better than Marquise Brown. Right. Uh, but, I mean, we'll, we'll see how that obviously they have Mark Andrews as well. We'll see who's going to step up in the receiver room for them. That's a concern. But, man, with Lamar Jackson, a running game that I expect to do very well. I like Mike Davis. I forgot about him. You brought yeah. him up. I really like Mike Davis Me a too. lot, Me actually. Too. And then uh I'm you know I'm a huge JK Dobbins fan. Let's we'll see ton. how he comes back off the injury. Right. But but the Ravens, you're right. They look like they're kinda of poised, health yeah. Health assumed. They're kinda of poised to return back to the form that they were in the year prior to this one. I'm almost talking myself into picking the Ravens. I know what team. you
1: yeah, but 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 I feel you I'm though. That's lie. the thing. That's the thing with the Ravens though. Cause like you saw them and just being like just obliterated with these injuries. And still, they, like, gave it to every single... Like, you did not want to play... You did not go play in the Ravens thinking it was an easy bout. Albeit, Joe Burrow did light them up. He did light them up both times he played them. But... Uh,
0: and now they have, like, 15
1: but, corners. Well, that's what I'm run. saying. And that's re- yeah. and, and they addressed that issue. And they brought some really, really elite players over there. Um, it's just... It's unreal, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just tough for me to believe that they're going to be taking a step back again and not winning this division. Although the Bengals, like you said, the continuity is there. They have the quarterback, that offense, the three wide receivers, Joe Mixon, we forget is an absolute stud. And the loss of Zoma. I think that can be offset with Tyler Boyd. I think they're going to go a lot more three wide out sets. They're going to kind of spread defenses out a little bit more. They're going to trust Joe Burrow to throw the ball a lot more. And, Like you said, they addressed some issues on the offensive line with Collins. They even signed, uh, you know, Alex Kappel, who's like a decent lineman. Uh, So they addressed a lot of their issues on the offensive line, and I think it's just going to get better from there. They believe in Zach Taylor. Let's see how it goes. Um, But I think Lamar Jackson, with a healthy squad, is going to win minimum. 11 to 12 games, and I think that's enough to win this division, honestly.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I think a lot of it's going to come down to how the Bengals look to start the season because last year they were kind of hit or miss at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Very, very inconsistent. The talent was clear, but then they would show up in a game, uh, for example, off the top of my head, the game against the Chicago Bears comes up. Right. Uh, I don't have anything in front of me, but I think they lost maybe 20-16. to 16. The Yeah, or something fantastic. like that.
1: Joe Barr had like a rough in day. The he was like uh, I think he had yeah, a couple yeah. picks Yeah, I mean, they, they, like they were
0: hovering around five hundred going into the bye. Realistically, they only finished a few games over, right? So right. Uh, if they're able to clean up some of the stuff that happened early in the season, that's also a team, though. I mean, I look at both them and Baltimore, you know, you got to figure – Anywhere from ten to thirteen games each that they're going to take, right?
1: right? Right, you would assume. You would assume.
0: So I think in terms of the top two, no matter who you pick, there isn't. I don't think there's much debate. Right, I agree. If you're a fan of the other two, right? Obviously, uh, Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended till probably 2042. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And, um, yeah, um, yeah. And I guess that's. So I guess that's what we can work into now. Yeah, for sure. The back end of the division, right? It's kind of a race for last. I would feel like at this point. Uh, The Browns still have a great roster in place. I feel like there's so much noise about Baker Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, the obvious we don't have to get into everything per se because, you know, really not, you know, what are we doing? I got you. knows, right? You're you're paying attention to football, NFL news. We know what's going on with the Browns, but this is a roster that's still a very, very talented roster. Mm -hmm. And the one issue is who is going to play quarterback for them. It seems like the ship has sailed, I suppose we could work into this. The ship has maybe sailed on Baker, you know, if Watson were to not play. Right. I don't think Baker ends up playing for them regardless. But I'm going to throw a hypothetical out there. Yeah. If you're Baker Mayfield, Asif, and the Browns kind of come to you and, you know, they could apologize. Not that would you accept the apology, right. per se, because they did him dirty for an adult. They did. <laughs> uh, yeah, for an adult yeah, in the for room, an absolute right. adult. Yeah. But, um... Would you play for them? Like, would you say, yeah, you know what? Like, I'll go out there and play, or would you not? And then kind of give, you know,
1: give your reason as to why, Ooh, I that's a, that's a tough question for me, my friend. Yeah. Um, a lot that goes into it. Yeah, honestly, because, see, because like, Baker tried playing for them last year hurt, trying to be the good soldier and trying to do the right thing by the team and his teammates and going out there, albeit he played terrible because of injury and stuff like that. But he tried to do the right thing. And he got knocked for it. If I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm thinking to myself if I go out there and play, then I have no self respect because literally I've been dragged through the coals this whole offseason by the Browns. And albeit, I think anybody in their grandmama would say Deshaun Watson is better than Baker Mayfield. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Yo, on, like like on no, no one blames yeah. the Browns for trying to pursue Deshaun Watson. Right. But like you didn't have to absolutely destroy Baker's reputation and his value to any other team, because I guarantee you if they just kept, the, kept their mouth shut about Baker, he would be on a different team right now and they'd have a trade processed already, but they don't. Yep. Because everybody thinks, hey, they can't keep Baker. And the Browns are too stubborn to not just cut him. If he were that bad, everybody, why don't the Browns just cut him? I don't know. But if I were Baker, I would not play for the Browns this year. I would say, wipe my hands clean. I already wrote my note. I gave everything I had to the city. I did. I played through injury. I did all this stuff. I'm done. Like, you guys don't want me. There's no... We don't need to do this anymore, right? So... Uh, if I were him don't play conserve your body maybe you'll get a trade later in the year and it's not like the browns are asking Baker to come back either they told him to stay home for uh the uh, uh what's it called the uh Camp, the, the, yeah, whatever the, the, with the mini camps or whatever it is they're not asking him to come by right and they already have quarterbacks on the roster that kind of fit the you know the the, the scrambling type of quarterback just like a different they're looking for a different type of roster. Baker Mayfield doesn't fit the mold for them. I wouldn't play for them if I were him. And that's why they're the Browns. But there you go. I suppose let me play devil's advocate.
0: Because yeah. Because I don't inherit. I don't inherently disagree with you. But then the reason I asked the question is because there's something I thought quite a bit about myself. Uh, I know you said like, sure. Like one reason teams aren't trading for Baker Mayfield is of course, basically because you're basically playing a game of chicken, right? Yeah. You're, you're just waiting it out. Like, are are the Browns actually going to hold him the whole time? Or are they going to cut him? But at the same time, his reputation, as you said, has been damaged to some degree uh, for multiple reasons. Be- people, essentially, at least in my opinion, I think the way I look at it mm-hmm. is that teams kind of say, okay, we know Baker's good. And no one thinks Baker, no one credible not... thinks Baker is like a scrub. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everyone knows he, he's certainly one of the, the top 32 quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. I think a question a lot of teams have is, is he worth what ultimately some people would view as as immaturity? I think there's still questions about his character. To someone who would say that not playing, being like, no, I'm not going to play, would actually validate, I suppose, that sentiment about him? What would you say about that? Uh, well, let me ask you. Does like, Don't you think that the mature move would be... I'm just going to swallow my pride, just go out there and play. And listen, in my opinion, if Baker is that guy who he Mm -hmm. says he is and who someone like I really thinks he is, the best thing he could do for his reputation, not just on the level of proof he can play because people, again, think that he's a maybe, you know, even if they think he's a starting quarterback to what level, right? But also in terms of his character, if he were to come out, overcome all of this and just ball out, Mm -hmm. not only would he do tons of and tons of positives for his reputation. But he'd also make the Browns look very silly in the process, which I think for Baker would be great. I think the ultimate chip on his shoulder move, if yeah. you will, maybe would be to go out and play. That's kind of where I'm leaning at this point. What would you say to that?
1: I don't blame you for saying that. Uh, just my only problem is that, like, was it mature of him to try to fight their injury last year and be out there for with his teammates to win football games? Yeah. Was it mature yeah, of him? I agree. But he got raked through the polls yeah. because, you know, again literally left side of his body is completely torn off you know uh, after being <laughs> dissected by yours truly <laughs> you know it's but, like uh it's like toy story when like when he got like ripped yeah you know exactly that's exactly what it was sewn
0: together yeah yeah
1: exactly and yeah. that's what it was but like he still tried to go out there and play for his teammates but we raked him through the coals because it's like bro you look like crap you suck why are you even playing right and then he gets knocked for when he does sit the game, his backup wins one game with case Keenum and all of a sudden they're calling for the guy's job. So damn. What an ungrateful,
0: no good city. That is by the way, I know,
1: I know, honestly. And like, it's damned. If he does damned if he doesn't, because if he does play, everyone's going to be like, Oh, the guy sucks in. We have the Sean Watson. We're going to get rid of the guy. And then no one's going to really want him. And let's say he does ball out. That's, all fair and good but then the browns are in a situation where it's like we might as well just sign him again and then you know if he says oh i'm going to turn you guys down i don't want to play for you guys anymore how is that going to look for him because if he plays well with the browns they want to sign him back and he says no to them Well, that's like, he, but he's, just...
0: a, he's incredibly justified in that i, I right. think though when you have guys holding out of contracts and not playing, I think that's something that teams are really starting to take notice of mm-hmm. now. And I think it's one thing as to have the option. You've played out your contract, and they'll come out and be like, no, go fuck yourself, right? Right. But to be under contract, the team ask you to play, and you essentially just say no because I feel disrespected. I'm not saying that he isn't justified in it. All I'm saying is that that's wildly different than him at the end of the season being like, I want to leave now.
1: I get you. Um I guess I guess what my point is with him like he he's just damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. So it really just depends what his preference is. If he thinks, okay, if I go out there for the Browns and I win, like, let's say, you know, 10 11 games and I get into the playoffs and I play decently well, um yeah, I make the Browns look foolish and I have a, a slight bump in my reputation that's all well and good. But then what if the Browns are just like, eh, um, let's bring you back there, Baker, and he turns them down. And now all of a sudden it's like, they gave they gave you a chance, you win with them, they sign another guy who's you know going off the crapper here, they give you a chance again, you play well in that scenario because of the roster around you, and you're turning that down, what does that say about your judging? Now you're now you're turning down a situation where someone does want you again and you don't want to play for them. I have a feeling because it's Baker Mayfield that it's going to come back around on him like he's the asshole. And in the end, you got to have some sort of self-respect. And he tried doing the right thing by the team by playing his ass off and albeit it was terrible, he tried. And he kind of gave a concession letter like saying, Listen, Cleveland, y'all don't want me. I tried doing everything I can for you guys. I'm moving on. That's it. And they're not asking him back. They're not wanting him to come back. It'd be one thing if they asked him to come to minicamp and come to training camp. And they're like, listen, Baker, we want you to come in here, even though we have Deshaun over here and we have Prisad and we have all these guys here. We want you to come to minicamp and work out with these guys. They're They're not asking him to come. It was mutual that they say, okay, you could stay home. We don't need you here. So if that's the case, the Browns are not in on him. And if the Browns are not in on him, there's no way he's gonna play. So if I'm Baker, just don't even bother. Leave it. Try to get the try to yeah yeah go ahead. No, I mean yeah I, yeah yeah. That's just me just because a, I'm a, I'm also like a stubborn person and like I, I have a little I have pride. So like if someone ever did that to me, why the hell would I go back to them? There's no need to do that. You brought in someone else that well, you want. And obviously he's better than me. There's no doubt it, about it. Could, it, it could
0: position him to be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take it further. Yeah, yeah. It, it could position him to be in a more favorable position because right now you basically just look at the, the teams. Basically, some of the worst situations in football. Right? His options uh, seemed at a time to be Seattle. Doesn't look like much anymore. Obviously, the Panthers are hot garbage. There's really no team that looks like they have a contending roster. I mean, even the Colts. And I wanted them to get Baker at the time. Very happy with Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was on didn't age great. Was on Baker Mayfield. Colts, after they got Matt Ryan report, I mean, they were never even close. They didn't really even want Baker. So you had no well, yeah, team with And that, he came out openly. He made it right. clear that he wanted to play for the Colts, and they were like, no. And I think part of that is because of what he showed last year, it's kind of just like, uh, uh, you know, what do we do here with Baker? I think maybe if he came out and played well for the Browns, some of those teams that maybe would have looked at him the year prior mm-hmm. and, and looked at him in a certain way, he has a he has a chance maybe to get himself into a more favorable situation if you were to play, but as you said, this is very much a hypothetical. Yeah, I know what you're saying. If the Browns are telling him not to show up, I mean, the ship is pretty much sailed. Yeah. I suppose I was just doing the thought exercise. No, I
1: got you. And I like, I I get it. And like, I understand why anyone would say, Hey Baker, you should play just to like prove them wrong. But like at the end of the day, man, I don't think there's anything he's going to be able to do in Cleveland where they're either going to want to bring him back or it changes anything about his reputation. I mean, what more does he have to do in Cleveland? of all places, he's already, you know, he, he took them to the playoffs. He won their first play. He he led them to their first playoff victory in, like, 20 years. Um, and, you in know, in, in a down year for the Cleveland Browns, they went 8-9, you know. I mean, like, this was a team that perpetually was the number one overall pick, won, a, won three games in the span of three years. And now they're complaining about a guy who – wins them on average seven to 10 games a year when like healthy. Um I, I I don't know what more he has to do to just garner some respect from guys either in the league or just the team in general. So um I don't know. That's a tough one though. Cause like I get it why people should say, Hey, you should play just to get some reputation back. But that's a tough call tough call
0: just to save some face you know the mature thing to do would be to care what other people think about you you know
1: yeah right <laughs> yeah exactly uh
0: and then of course we have the Steelers very busy offseason oh the yeah Steelers uh and by the way I, Jacoby Brissett I'm rooting for him if he I starts like the for the Browns I like the percent, yeah they're, they're gonna have a tough time if he starts for them I agree they could run the ball to be fair I've always said this Jacoby should have gotten his chance at the job Mm-hmm. Uh, in Indianapolis, they were five and two before he hurt his knee, including a win over the Chiefs that season. That's right. Who went on, I believe, to win the Super Bowl that year. They've been in it so many times; you lose <laughs> kind of track of the whole right. deal, right? Yeah, they've been whether in the it was big the games against Tampa Bay or like any other season. But point being is that that was a five and two squad with a running game in, in the whole deal. So it is possible that maybe he'd do all right for the Browns. But if it's between them and the Steelers, who we could get into. Uh, it, it's a tough call. I mean, the Steelers, I don't even know who they're going to start. Is it going to be Trubisky? Right. Is it going to be Kenny Pickett? Uh, They're trying to keep both those guys honest and pretend that Mason Rudolph has a crack at that job. I mean, that's right. one of the most outrageous things I've ever had in my know. entire life. That being said, if he got it, fantastic. I, I would I would love to see Mason Rudolph start. What an, for, for what an absolute
1: indictment on Mitch and Kenny Pickett if Mason Rudolph gets the starting job. I think it's got to be Mitch. I think uh, so too. So I think
0: you got to give him the chance, I think so. unless
1: unless Kenny, unless pick Kenny Pickett out of the water, just
0: beats him outright, and yeah. you can't deny it. But even then, you look back back to Baker Mayfield when you go back to his rookie year, and uh, they gave Tyrod the job. I guess essentially just because Baker didn't essentially rip it out of his hands. But I mean, the second Baker came in, that was a completely different football team,
1: mm-hmm. right? So
0: with that, I said you got to give it to Trubisky, uh, and it's just a matter of. I mean they didn't do anything to address the offensive line us. I mean this has been no. an atrocious offensive line really for for some years now and this is not the Steeler way. So they didn't even draft one. They didn't draft one. They <laughs> might have signed one, but I mean they it wasn't no. anyone notable. Uh I was actually talking to uh talking to a Steelers fan and he's not hopeful about it, but I think what the Steelers have done, they had some guys due to injury like they they used like guys like out of their like natural positions so, like tackles were playing guards and point being is that they took guys they had on the line last year mm-hmm. and, and they they just kind of moved them. their positions yeah. around and just flip-flopped them on the line and apparently that's going to work I-, I i don't know so that's going to be tough for the steelers i, I think it's going to be a tough year for them I-, I don't know this is it's a proud organization they brought in miles jack uh, It's a nice
1: signing yeah that's pretty
0: much it I-, I they drafted two receivers calvin austin the mm-hmm. third out of uh, memphis who i think was actually their second
1: Receiver, yeah, he receiver. was the second receiver. Their
0: first pick, I forget the guy.
1: Pickens, Pickens. George Pickens. I think you, they drafted two receivers. I think it was Pickens. It was, it was. Pickens. Right? you're right about that. Yeah, I think he it played was. with Kenny. Really, Pickens, Didn't he play so with Kenny Pickett? He came out of Pitt. He must right? have. I think. I think he played. I think he came out of Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett. So.
0: So they did. They did that. It's like when they drafted. Uh, Chase and the, It's when they drafted uh, Mason Rudolph. And, right, in um, Washington. What the fuck was that guy's name? John Washington. James, James out Washington, great. right. Yeah. Out fantastic for them. Well, both, yeah, exactly. All yeah, those guys are superstars for the Steelers. Right, so, right. Good, great players. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's going to be tough. It's a race for last place between the Browns and the Steelers. If you put a gun to my head, uh, and and with the way you're picking bodies apart these days, I don't want to say that seriously. <laughs> yeah. serious. Like, who knows Jeez. when you will. That's yeah. But <laughs> I guess... Man, I don't know. If Brissett starts, it's freaking tough.
1: It's uh, tough. Um, I would go
0: with the Browns in last place, if because uh, they just feel cursed right now. Right, uh, classic. Right back to their old ways. Yeah, uh, it started and ended with Baker. Yeah, so exactly. I would go there just because I do think Mitch will actually do okay. It's a, it's a talented group that they have over there, and um. Mm. In, in Pittsburgh, even without Juju. I
1: mean, yeah, man. A Deontay, I
0: think, division. is the most, maybe the most underrated uh, receiver in the game. Underappreciated. Uh, for sure. Chase Claypool is a self-proclaimed top three receiver in the NFL.
1: <laughs> little did I know. I had no idea. <laughs> little, Chase Claypool. little,
0: little did I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he must be if he says it. It must be true. Right. And um, with that, I mean, they have pretty good receivers over there. Pat Fryermuth, Love Pat Fryermuth,
1: Big-time player.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I would think that the Steelers, I don't know, man, Tomlin's that guy. You know what I'm saying? They'll probably, Ta- probably Tomlin do it. Tomlin does not
1: push over, man. You're going to have to play the Steelers no matter who the hell is that quarterback. And for what it's worth, we have seen Mitch Trubisky have success in the league. Uh, it's not like the guy's coming in and he's like an absolute, like, bum. The guy's been, not... been dude has been in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, like, he, like, he he's not he's not a scrub like he he's had some knock against him but he also was coached by mac Nagy and the chicago bears you know that that was his last that was the last time he was starting and we all know what the chicago bears are probably one of the worst organizations we have uh, in sports mind you but um <laughs> <laughs> again it's just like it, it's a mess over there and the way they handled him was just like really like it, it was just poor management honestly so cuz it's not like Mitch Trubisky doesn't have like physical ability. The guy can the guy's got all the tools that you would need to be like a successful QB and you know, He's got wheels. He can throw he's got a big arm. Is he accurate? And, no. You know, he's not. I get it. But like you can offset that by making throws really simple and I think that's what they're trying to do. Uh, with surrounding him with all this talent they have george pickens there claypool's a big 50 50 ball type of guy in a deep threat they got deontay Johnson, who's a big time receiver pat fryer is really good and Najee harris is back there who for what it's worth um i didn't realize was such a successful receiver out of the backfield i thought he was just like a really good runner but like he's got an all-around game as a running back dude, dude is a uh, uh, absolute workhorse yeah absolutely and i think they're gonna really they're gonna really ride him because um, this, it's gonna be ground and pound for the Steelers. That's the only way they're gonna be able to uh, um, win football games or be closing games. Because and and that steel curtain's legit. That defense is no joke. Watt Jack. They just signed Minka Fitzpatrick, big time safety over there. So they they, they got a lot of players. And they got uh, who did they sign? The defensive line from Cleveland. It's like Larry. Um, oh or something. i'm not i'm uh,
0: yeah open Obenwabe. Oben yeah I, 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 i'm gonna tell you right now man i had him in madden pretty fucking solid i
1: know that's what i'm saying that's he, gave a solid... so-
0: he gave me solid work i was able to start him at right end for like two or three years facts
1: man facts it's a solid yeah. player. you keep him there and you're happy and not only that you got the whole rotation. you still have hayward over there you got there's a lot of pride and integrity on the steelers defense uh and like you said coached by mike tomlin one of the best coaches in the history of football Never had a losing season. It's possible this may be his first one, and if anybody knocks him for that, y'all can go kick rocks because um, you know, still a great. Coach. Listen, he pulled out. He pulled
0: off 500 with Mason Rudolph and Ducky Hodges. Yeah, I know.
1: So that's true. It is what it that's is. True. I
0: mean, Duck Hodges. I don't even know if that guy's still in the league, I and his name is. Duck, I, I mean... Yeah.
1: What an apropos you, name. What an where you, apropos where you name. you get off
0: throwing a football with the name Duck? It's a, not it was for a great anything. name. It's a great name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Uh, Trubisky, as, as just to... For people who are writing off Trubisky, because yeah. I feel like it needs to be addressed. What I think of when I look at Trubisky, I think of how long it took for Alex Smith to come along. Very similar skill set. I mean, this is a guy... Right. Today, you know, when you have guys like Mahomes and Allen, and Justin Herbert, and Burrow, right, that just come into the league, and not only do they find success, they, within two years, are amongst, like, the top six quarterbacks in football. Right. They've completely right. rearranged the entire landscape of the NFL in, within the first in, in the rookie contracts, essentially, right? Yeah. And then you have a guy like Trubisky who doesn't quite do the same thing. I'll remind you that once upon a time, this was not the standard. I mean, Mark Sanchez That's right. kept it, and Mark Sanchez had a deep playoff run. Mark Sanchez a heroic one may I add. kept a job as the New York Jets quarterback for like three years and like literally they just wanted him to not go 12 and 21 touchdown interception ratio which (laughs) he never quite successfully did but point being is that some guys take a while to come along and Alex Smith went through a very dysfunctional situation in San Francisco from Mike Singletary off the top of my head four coaches in four years and it wasn't until Jim Harbaugh came in Gave some stability, some prestige, and a little bit of creativity to that Mm -hmm. offense. And Alex Smith was able to take off. Now, we'll see. My one question in Pittsburgh is offensively, what are they going to do to essentially... I mean, they've been with Big Ben the entire time. Zabiski's a wildly different quarterback. I'm curious as to what they're going to do to play to Mitch's strengths. But this is, again... A prestigious organization, and this is a place where Trubisky. This is his last go at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He got to take a step back last year, watch the way a great offense works in Buffalo, and, and now this is it for him. This is a great organization, but I do look at Alex Smith and what happened with his situation in San Francisco, and how he was ultimately able to to rise past that and become a quarterback that I think everyone really respected quite a yeah, bit. So, sure. you know that that's what I think best case scenario is for Mitch. Uh, worst case scenario for Mitch is that, um, well, he's Mitch. Yeah, exactly. So, he gets benched. Exactly. You know, yeah. I was about to say, it's already happened. Yeah. So no, man, close. I think,
1: I think they're just going to use him like, um, like any other mobile quarterback. They're going to get him to run a lot more. I don't think they are going to throw it as much or as many times as a lot of people think. Um, they may have to just because they're going to be down. They, in be, games. they better figure out the, uh, the running game because yeah, he's given
0: 25, given Najee Harris 25 carries. And just hoping the average is 3.9 per is going to cut it. So. I agree.
1: Yeah. yeah no, but, but you're right, though. They didn't address anything on the offensive line. But I think they're going to really try to get more bootlegs in there. They're going to try to get him outside of the pocket, get him in open space. They're going to do whatever they can to get their playmakers in open space. Because uh, is a smart guy. Let's see how he coaches this team up. Uh, because there's no question about the defense. They're going to keep the score low. So, um, you know, it's just a matter of whether or not Mitch Trubisky cannot muck it up or mess it up for you. And. He's proven that in some stretches that he can do that. So we'll wait and see on the Pittsburgh Steelers and how they're going to do this year. So you agree. It's gonna be. It's gonna go Ravens, then Bengals, then Steelers, then Browns. That's the order in the division. At least that's what I have, anyway. That's the order in the division. I got the Ravens number one. As I see,
0: you just you just told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, I, I'm, I'm split. I've ch- I've changed my mind four times throughout the episode. Right. Uh, between between the Bengals and the Ravens. Point being, it's one A, one B.
1: I agree. Yeah, for sure. And,
0: and then I'm gonna go Browns. No, wait, no, 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 no. If no, Jacoby you... Brissett starts, I'm actually going to go Steelers then Browns.
1: Yeah, and I have a feeling Jacoby Brissett is going to start. I don't know. I don't think the going to play. There's just no way that they they can't go through all of this and have him play this year. Like, it's just not going to happen. The Browns are kind of anticipating he won't play. I think they there was rumors he was gonna, they were going to like void the contract for the year or something like that. There's just some weird stuff going on with the contract. They're going to figure it out, but he ain't playing this year. So if that's the case, Brissett's the guy, and you think if he plays, there's no way that they're gonna it's gonna be tough. It's yeah, gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. I agree. I agree. And we'll see how this division goes. It's a a competitive division uh, as far as internal because it's the rivals are the rivalries are real between each team. Uh, but it's a two man race over there. So yeah, that's basically the AFC North in a nutshell. Right. I don't know in if there's a, in in a nutshell. Yeah, right? I don't think there's any other team. There's no other team in the AFC North. That's not how NFL no, works. Four
0: teams. NFL division has four teams. Big football guys, by the way. That's so we, right. Uh, we do understand how many teams are in each division. I in try. fact, each conference
1: has four divisions of four teams. Oh my. Thirty-two teams total. Wow, big math guy over here. What's one thousand seven hundred and fifty-two times six? Thought you're a big math guy. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm just picking a random number. Well, yeah. We'll save that for say, the man. next episode. Don't worry yeah, about I that, everybody. I, we'll about about say, I don't.
0: I don't know what to say about that. Nah. I mean, my goodness. I, I thought was that I was the talking... question that they asked Matt Stafford that one time, and he like literally like just got it. In, like, I was about to say seconds. I think he got
1: it in like two seconds or something. The yeah, guy's like, a freak. What an unbelievable brain. Mega mind. Mega mind over yeah. there. Absolutely. I literally
0: mega mind. Mega mind. Matt Stafford.
1: Absolutely, bro yeah man so with that justin i think that kind of wraps up this division talk for this week's episode of riding the bench right i don't know if there's any other thing you want to say about these teams i got nothing else to say i got nothing about the teams i just want to thank whoever's listening right now for getting to the
0: end of the episode very much appreciate it hope you enjoyed the show and at the end of the day listen We want to grow this thing organically, right, Asif? I think this is something we basically talk about every week. Absolutely. We want people that rock with us, that rock with our message, that feel a personal connection with us. If that means it takes longer to grow, that's fine. If it means that when we finally hit our peak, it's less people, that's totally fine,
1: Mm -hmm. right? Yep,
0: absolutely. So with that, if you enjoyed this show, uh, I don't think you could subscribe, right? I'm yeah, to I was the about to say you if you're on YouTube, How can these people support the show. I mean, come on. It was, great. I know you're, you're still here. Listen, God bless you. 40 something minutes is a long time. It you know, really it's, is. It's, a, it's, it it's really a long is. time. So if you're still here, it means you liked it on some level. So if you found us on Instagram, may you're probably already following us there, but if you're not, that's at the riding the bench podcast with a K instead of the C in the word podcast. Yep. Absolutely. We have a website, which is super official. Oh, super yeah. No cool. doubt. Low key, we made it and designed it ourselves, so you know, no big deal. If you like what it looks like, you know who did it, baby. Yeah, We're like right. the Russ of football podcast. This is a two-man just show. Just let us right cook, here. bro. Do it all Just ourselves. let us cook.
1: Just let us cook. That's, that's what we do. Just let us cook.
0: That's just, I was talking about Russ, the, the rapper. We'll take that, too. So oh, my. <laughs> he makes his own beats, bro. Hey, so,
1: that's what it is. Yeah, I got you.
0: So that's also www dot, What goes in the beginning of a website? H-T-P-P? is yeah I, it's something like internet. that. I yeah. www the riding the bench podcast K instead of a c in the word podcast, but still a c in the word com. Yes, that's, dot right. Com, right? That's, that's right. Com. That's right. Because it is the internet. Okay, it is the internet. It is the internet. We have we have no control over that situation. And to go in line with the organic growth of this show, the number one thing you can do to support this show. And I believe we also say this every week. Yes, we Just do share it. it with one person that you think likes it. Or yep. might like it, rather. And uh, please, for as long as humanly possible, because as we grow, we're going to have some schmucks in here. You know what I'm saying? But as of right now, this little tight-knit community that we have is all people that we like, people that we enjoy. Yes. And, uh, you know, to keep it this way, we hope that we can trust you to share it with someone that you think, you know, fits in here. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That isn't like some some stupid troll.
1: <laughs> in the instagram. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Look at. We're all, we're only we're only asking for you to share it with one person. That's all because that one person may share it with someone else. And again, organic yeah. organic growth is what we're shooting for. You I don't think I don't think it's hard for you to know one person that likes football that would want to listen to a podcast about it. So, we would just ask that favor and we truly truly appreciate if you did that. So, thank you very much. Absolutely. And if you don't, we don't like you. Yeah, I know. We'll label you a hater. We'll label you a hater and then I'll find you. And like I said in the beginning of the show, I'm learning how to dissect human bodies now. So be careful out there. Like the show. Hit subscribe. Follow us. That's done. That's an episode. I think so. Can we we end this madness now? I think so. Everybody, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you right here riding the bench next time.
0: Bum-bum-bum.